Sunday poor. We are back. It is Monday night, coming off a wild weekend of sports. Uh, cherry on top may have just been uh, the breaking news we just received, probably about 20 minutes before we started recording. John Gruden, out in Vegas, resigned. If we can learn something as a society, it's that you can get away with a lot, but do not insult Roger Goodell in an email, or else that's it. You're gone. That's not what happened, was it? It wasn't Goodell mm-hmm. getting insulted. Oh, you're late to the party, I guess. You have not seen the latest email. <laughs> Wait, there's another email? Oh, no, that was a flesh in the first email. <laughs> oh, man. There's a second email where he oh. goes after Goodell. Oh, no. Some Gee. derogatory comments. What? What some exactly, F-bombs. What exactly do you say? He used the... Uh, one of one of the uh, one of those words that you know should be stricken from your vocabulary. It's a little. It's very outdated. It's very '90s. I feel like to describe your friend, and that's what he, that's gotcha. what he said about Goodell, uh, referring to his stance on the uh, Michael Sam situation when the Rams drafted the first openly gay player. Um, this is a 2014 email with. Then team president Bruce Allen of the Washington, then Redskins, now football team. Uh, so, yeah, the first email was just an appetizer. This one was uh, – this one, as soon as I read it, which was like 10 minutes before I got the Gruden news, I was like, oh, yeah, just, that's it. That's, that's a wrap. <laughs> you can usually make an excuse like, all right, you know. First of all, why are we still putting – not that you should use that, those, that kind of language, you know, in general, but in an email – an email? I mean, I, I just have a problem with – it's probably the wrong take on it all, but I have a problem with people looking at emails from like six years ago, seven years ago, and being like, all right, that's it. This guy's got to go. We got a problem with this guy. This email from forever ago. Why are we, looking, why are we calming emails to just t- take somebody down? Um, again, he didn't do it. He was in the wrong – you said the wrong things. Obviously, they're not things that you said, like you said, you should be saying. But I don't understand this whole exercise. It's bizarre. I don't. I don't know how it works. I don't know who whose job it is to like. Do, do, do you start digging once he gets like? I feel like if Gruden was still the uh, lead analyst on Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. these emails never come the surface is it when, once a guy gets like a certain level of power like he's a head coach now it's like let's start unless is somebody unless- like i think this may have been i i don't know i read a few articles really quick this may have been like a chain email that a few people were on so is somebody like hanging on to this as ammo for the right time to use it but why now i don't understand what what are you doing now why is well, Maybe it's a Raiders fan, right. and they weren't happy about that effort against the Bears. Three and zero. He keep, keep the guys keeping the email in his back pocket. Now <laughs> he can't score. Can't score against the Bears. It's like, all right, we got to get rid of this guy. I mean, there are plenty. The Pels have been there for like five years now. There's been plenty of opportunities to, to strike. Yeah, everyone has a tipping point. I don't know. <laughs> and, it, and I mean, Mark Davis loves Gruden, so it would have taken something like this. Like, what, they had to take a, a racist, homophobic email 
going one in 16, Mark Davis would have gave him an extension. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, Maybe was, Mark Davis is behind it. This is the way to get rid of him. Yeah, a little bit of inside job for sure. Well, obviously, it's an email. Uh, somebody had – right, somebody that was inside had, had to be behind it. So, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is somebody really hacking into emails to see what John Gruden's up to? I, I, don't, I don't really buy that. And let's and honestly, if if he's if he's the lead analyst on ESPN on Monday Night Football, and people don't like him, these emails come out. If people don't like you, they they find everything. They're gonna just they're gonna just do whatever they can to make you look like shit. And maybe yeah, career. This happens to everybody, man. It's fucking crazy how this shit, shit happens to everybody. Like the Jeopardy guy, there's just. Kid that was got a job at SNL. Like, oh, uh, what's his face? Shane. Yeah, yeah, it's Shane McGillis or something. Shane McGinnis. <laughs> Shane Gill. I think it's Gillis, no Mick. Oh. <laughs> oh, now you want to get canceled for saying shit like that? Yeah. Um, uh, just it's it's really bizarre to me. Um, and again, like I, I understand, like some good comes out of this. Like sometimes a bad person really does get like what's coming to him but sometimes i feel like it's just somebody's a jerk off and they'll lose a career out of it i don't know it's weird i mean gruden will be fine i'm not worried about him he's not gonna be on the street begging for uh ham yeah i wouldn't worry too much soon. about john gruden i wouldn't worry about no him. no 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 not at all but uh just the whole exercise is really strange to me i wonder if people who bet first coach fired if this counts gotta yeah i think so he's gone I don't even know if Gruden um, was anywhere near – I don't even know if you could have gotten odds on John Gruden for first coach fired. Yeah, I think you got to pay that out. Give him through the roof. And now who looks better than Urban Meyer? <laughs> yeah. He loves it. Maybe that's what it is. Check all your tickets. Check the tickets of anybody who ever worked for the – check anybody who had been on those emails and see if they had a ticket for first coach fired for Gruden. Because you're right, the Owls have been astronomical. Vegas team, and now cash your tickets. Do you, do you think Urban Meyer's like trying to pull a Costanza? You think he's trying to? He's trying to get the out in Jacksonville. You can't. I mean, <laughs> Costanza dragged the '96 World Series trophy around the parking lot, which in Jacksonville you're not going to be able to find any hardware to drag around, but. <laughs> I mean, Ur- Urban, yeah, that'd be great if he's, that's what he's telling his wife, too. It's like, honey, it's a process, okay? I got to stay behind at an Ohio bar and have a young blonde grinding up against me. Right, you want to move You want to move to Southern California or not? <laughs> I, uh, that whole thing is really strange to me, too, man, the whole Urban Meyer thing. Like, How much do you hate Tebow? Did you see Tebow like, being like emotional on TV? No, I didn't. Was he really? Uh, oh, no. Just how That's he knows co- the family and he's praying for them. Oh, Jesus. The guy's wife defended him, you idiot. You're the one. You're, you're, over, you're reacting worse than his wife did. His wife, like, had his back on Twitter, dude. John Gruden's, John Gruden's out of a job and Tim Tebow, like, anybody will stand by and listen to this fucking goofball. He says shit yeah. like that. I'd be so pissed about Urban Meyer, too. Like, what's Tebow, 30 years old? Like, half of Urban Meyer's age, he's going to try and, like, tell me. He's married to, like, a Miss Universe, too. Tebow is? Yeah. Yeah. 
That, <laughs> Shut up, Tim. Praying. That's yeah. a little much. Like, you would think, if you saw that reaction, yeah, I'm looking at the first coach fired from the beginning of the season, and he's not even in the top seven. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Tebow, relax. What, why why – how did – how did it get so bad so fast? I mean, I understand they're not, they're never going to be good Jacksonville this year, but like, why did it get so bad so fast down there? I think he's just in over his head. He's a college coach. People, it's I, I'm not going to pretend like I know how to do either, but the jump from pro to college is so different. Dude, he, did you heard about how the whole thing went down at the bar? Like he stayed behind. Yeah. He didn't even take the flight back with the team. That yeah. is so odd. Very he went to an Ohio funny. State. He went to an Ohio State bar. I think he had like an Ohio State. They have an Ohio State shirt on. Oh, did he? I didn't. I didn't see oh, that. It was so attire. weird. <laughs> I yeah. I he wants to go back to college, man. He's like every 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 college kid. He wants to go back to college. Yeah, yeah I guess I could go get fired myself tomorrow. Jeez. He, he would. I mean, yeah. He come on. He wants the summer cow job. Yeah. <laughs> Wow! Is that bro? Ridiculous! Fuck you, Verdugo. I mean, fuck you too, Diaz. Fuck them both. It's very close. Very. I was like Caremeyer with that throw. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, this we'll talk about this series momentarily, but this series pisses. Yeah, it might be on the edge. It might be on the verge of ending or being extended. Yeah. Oh, uh, you think he's safe? That's. We go off the bag. Yeah, that's a bad angle. Oh, uh, yeah, I think he's out. Uh, uh, yeah, when he slowed it down, it's not a good uh, angle. Oh, yeah, I don't uh, – can the, they overturn it is the question. I think he's out. On the third replay, I think he's out. I thought he was out. Then on the first replay, I thought he was safe. Now I think he was out. I don't know. Yeah, I have in. no idea what they're doing with baseball replay sometimes. I think it's uh, hard to uh, – I, I don't mean, think his hand ever came off, did it? No, he gets him before he touches the bag, I think. By the way, the, old, the whole oven mitt thing, I hate that shit. <laughs> I don't, is that just to prevent getting a finger jammed? Yeah. yeah you shouldn't – come on. It's, it's, that does look stupid. You sacrifice a knuckle or two not to look like an idiot. Yeah. This is a huge call right here. This would be third out of the inning. Yes, enormous call. If they base. call his asshole safe, he's scoring. I know he's scoring if they call him safe. Yeah. Again, what the, they have a replay. They, they have not slowed it down. We got to, like, go pixel by pixel when you do shit like this. And they never See, the oven, the oven mitt is touching the base. The little <laughs> flap. That's I bullshit. No, I don't think that matters. I think it was. I think it was out before that part. They called him out. Tough think, play to. Yeah, tough play to overturn. You can't overturn that one. Even 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 if I'm you're wrong, pandering you're, to home field advantage if you overturn it. Oh man, do it. Call do the right thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. He yeah, called him out. Fuck you, Verdugo. We're heading to the ninth. Man, oh man. So, yeah, watch what you say in emails. And don't say bad shit at all. That's the moral of the story. But oh, definitely don't man. do it in writing. No, no, no. No, that's what I'm telling you, man. If, if, ever, if there's ever 
um, a moment where one of us is in the national spotlight, I am wiping all this shit off the internet. <laughs> so the show is going bye-bye. I don't know. There's been times, whatever. I don't, I don't think we ever did anything that egregious, said anything that bad. But we don't, I don't want anybody going through all of it and like nitpicking, taking shit out of context. Oh, as yeah. want. There's a lot of stuff they could if they wanted to. It's but not a guilty it's conscience. It's all fun. It's all in fun. It's not a guilty conscience thing. It's just you people are scumbags thing. That's all. Right. Wiping it right. clean. Yeah, look, any, any, ex, any excuse to yeah, uh, throw take him, someone down. Throwing bleach in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what either of us – I mean, if either of us ever had national prominence, it's probably for something a lot worse than anything we said in a podcast. Right. I'd be like, look, they have a podcast. They're actually not that bad of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of – wait a second. <laughs> you might need the podcast to defend your actions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That might be uh, – would be at the you know it's the uh, the psychological um, examination of a psychopath. Yes. Let's let's look into the mind of this guy. We can understand his crimes. Right. Understand him as a person a little more. Um, speaking of psychopaths. Oh. This transition. Tyson Fury. Lunatic. Absolutely he's... lunatic. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's he's got a screw loose for sure. He's got five or six screws loose. This guy. Yeah. I uh, so I didn't I didn't really look in I didn't start getting into this fight until maybe Saturday morning. I taped the weigh in. Okay. All right. And I taped the second fight, which we watched together. They were both on Fox Sports, like back to back on Friday. So taped them. Mm-hmm. Woke up early Saturday, watched the weigh in. That's all I needed. And I went back and watched the second fight. All I needed, I was hooked. Spent the 80 whatever dollars, you know, oh, yeah. million dollars. Parted with it. <laughs> Worth every penny. Worth every penny, man. Worth every it was a great penny. Fight. Tell me if I'm being hyperbolic here. Probably. I think it's the best fight of my lifetime. Wow. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I, might, I, got, I got to dig deep to think. About what fights? I mean, we we've seen like there's one I could think of. Or it's more Tyson. of a tr- like Holyfield no, Tyson. No way, no there's way. A, Ty, was DQ Tyson bit his ears off. Well, it's something that's memorable. Oh, it's all memorable. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying overall, wire to wire boxing match. I've, the only thing I've, I can think of is Ward Gotti. You're not the first person to say it was the like the best one. Um, Might being mean, a prisoner of the moment. I don't know. I yeah, I really don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was great. Again, I thought it was worth every penny too. But, um, you know, it wasn't as like back and forth as some fights. Like I've seen other fights where a guy will, and Wilder did it maybe once in the whole fight, where it looked like he was down and out, came back in the next round, and it looked like he was going to start taking over. But then, like I think I feel I feel like Fury dominated that fight. Really, um, I, I, I think – I don't know. Wilder showed me something, man. He looked – Wilder looked like he was out on his uh, feet in the third round. Fucking warrior, man. Absolute balls the size of uh, fucking Jupiter. But, uh, you know, I feel like he still got dominated. No, he, I've not taken away from his effort at all. I just feel like Fury's a better fighter. No, Fury's better. Uh, if push came – it's like let's say you were going to end the fight after 10. Fury wins the fight by decision. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
10 7 round, though. You don't see many of those. He did knock down Fury twice. Knocked down Fury in that twice, yeah. Fourth round. Mm-hmm. And he came back from the dead in that fourth round. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, Fury, Fury was the better fighter. But I think, there, see, this is the thing. Even though Fury was winning the fight probably fairly comfortably, I think. I think they released the scorecards I saw. Oh, they did? Uh, they had Fury heading into the, the 11th round. One of the judges had him up by four. Another judge had him mm-hmm. up by three. So yeah. that's a pretty, I mean, that, even if you lose 11 and 12, he's going to win the fight probably. So that's a pretty decent sized lead. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, even though Fury had the fight in hand, what it felt like most of the time, there was like three, maybe like four moments in the fight where you thought Wilder could KO Fury, could end it. Yeah. Yeah. Which gives you like, which, which I think elevated the fight and made it well, know, great. Because you knew Wilder needed the knockout. He wasn't go- he, first of all, he wasn't lasting 12 rounds. He, no, no. he wasn't la- – it's amazing he made it to the 11. So he yeah, wasn't he came lasting out, 12 he, rounds. He came out hot, man. He came out like a bull, just ready yeah. to go in that first round. Right, yeah. right. He wasn't lasting 12 rounds, and he wasn't going to win a decision. So he no, had a no. – especially after the second fight. Like, he had a – he had a really uh, leave a mark on that fight and end it by KO. And, I mean – that's the fun Left part it all of, out there. That's the fun part of, of Wilder fights is, like, he's – I mean, it used to be him just – beating the shit out of people who weren't anywhere near his class. Right. But the, the fun of watching him is he's, he's always got that that right-hand cock just ready to go, and you know you see it there. And it's, if, if it connects, the other guy's fucked, you know? That's well, yeah, they were comparing him. I, I saw him compared to, uh, like, the greatest knockout artists uh, of all time. Like, they were comparing him to Tyson. Yeah, Kellerman, yeah. Uh, <laughs> was that Kellerman? Yeah. <laughs> I forget who else. Or Brian Kenny. Kenny or Kellerman. I don't know. Equal yeah. Clark Dork. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, think he was, it's as close to, with the heavyweight generation, as close as we could ever get to the people who grew up with, like, Ali Frazier. I mean, it's probably it's the closest I mean, thing. I mean, it's probably the best. It's definitely the best fight of the past quarter century. And the heavyweight, and especially in the heavyweight division. I mean, the heavyweight division, it, it's like not even. I mean, it's, yeah, it's like basically they, dead. They even watch heavyweights for the longest time because of the Klitschkos. So they didn't want anything to do with it. It was fucking boring. It was fucking boring. Was Lennox Lewis the last heavyweight? Lennox Lewis was kind of boring, though, too. Yeah, but I liked Lennox. He wasn't like flashy, flashy, but yeah, I liked him. He beat Tyson twice, I think. That sounds right. Was that the end of Tyson's career? Why do you like Riddick, but a guy like Riddick Bowe? He was, he was a good fighter. Yeah, Bo and Holyfield had a good yeah. trilogy. Um, yeah, that's like by the time I got you know you know the first boxing match I ever watched was George For I think I talked about this in the show. Foreman George Moore? Foreman versus Tommy Morrison. Oh, whoa. Jeez. Early nineties. Wow. Morrison actually beat him by decision. I mean George is towards the end. So that's after Foreman Michael Michael Moore. Had to be. I don't remember watching four. That was gigantic. Well, that happened. Do you, remember, do you know anything about that fight? Because that was huge. No. So I was like, I think that was Foreman's comeback. And, you know, here he was, like, old man, come back. And it was going, I don't know what, I forget what round it was, maybe nine, tenth round. And he just, he put more down. Just cracked him one time in the chin, put him down. And it was, like, it was huge at the time. Of course, you know, everybody's calling, like, 
rigged. You know, he took a dive, whatever. But I mean, it was a solid punch. Put him, put him out. He had a couple comebacks, Frazier, right? Foreman. Um, what did I say? Frazier. Foreman, yeah. Uh, I don't know if he had – yeah, I guess – Sorry, I guess no, Michael all... Moore Foreman was after Morrison, so this was 94. It was a year after. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. I may have watched this play. I had a buddy who had the scrambler, so he had all the pay-per-view channels. And I used to go to his house for all the, for all the fights in elementary I, school. I did not realize there was a fight before that that uh, Michael Moore fight. Wow. Yeah, I mean, Foreman was a beast, dude. I'm looking at his record. Like, his first loss, oh, he was 40-0 when he lost to Ali. I mean, it was crazy to me to think that he was fight, that he fought Ali, like, watching him in the 90s. And Muhammad Ali was a mythic figure at that point. I know, obviously, he's still alive. But he was, he was a mythic figure, though. The guy was like, I mean, he was like the Babe Ruth of boxing, you know. Right, of course. And you just, you just know him as a legend and think, like, I'm watching a guy who actually fought Muhammad Ali. It was, that was crazy. Yeah, and Foreman caught – I mean, Foreman was – let me see, how old's Foreman now? 72. I mean, I don't know. Ali died like five years ago. So Ali had at least 10 years on him, maybe 15. Man. So yeah, I mean that made and I and what's not Ali Foreman was an old man when we were watching boxing yeah. as kids. So wait, is is he seventy two or is that how many kids he has named George? I think it's only seven. I think he's got seven Georges. Seven. Boys, that's, yeah, that is an underrated thing that not enough people talk about. And he <laughs> named all his kids George. I mean, I think he used to do commercials about it back in the day. So <laughs> it wasn't like Yeah, what was, he, what was he a spokesman for? Tires or something? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, everybody knows he was the grill, the grill guy. Oh, uh, of course, yeah. Um, George Foreman Grill. Obviously, he's a spokesman for that. But he might have been a Michelin guy, too. You might be right about that. I think you're right. It sounds right. And I feel like there was a George. A, George theme in one of those commercials. Yeah, they really drove the George point home. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, let's bring it back. We need, we need to bring back the George thing. It doesn't get talked about enough. It's just a wild move by him. Bottom of ninth in Fenway. I mean, this is ridiculous. This series is ridiculous. I can't believe what, that uh, are on the verge. Of going to the fucking ALCS. Well, you thought it would be a long series, though, right? Yeah, but it feels like, I mean, here we are. It's not going to be that long. <laughs> one one game less than. So you don't think JP Fireson gets through this inning? 8 9 1. Christian Vasquez, this dirt bag. I don't know. The Red Sox are a stupid team, man. They get all kinds of fucking breaks. It pisses me off. Rays have a lot of grit. Like, it would have been easy to pack it up and just uh, go silent into the night here, down 5 nothing at Fenway after what was in the third inning. So I give them credit. I, I, I was watching the – I don't know if I mentioned this, but I was watching the 86 Mets documentary, mm-hmm. and I forget who it was. It was a talking head on it, and I don't think it was an ex-player. I think it was someone who covered the team or a fan, something. I forget exactly who it was. Mm-hmm. And he said uh, – he, he gave, like, one of the best compliments that it's an obvious compliment, but you don't hear it too often. Mm-hmm. It's like they were the greatest rally team I've ever seen. Right. I was like, wow, yeah. that's an awesome – that's like an awesome thing to be associated – that's, like, yeah. better than any individual 
um, you know, what do you want to call it? Uh, not a compliment, but an attribute, like a, you know, something to be associated with, like as a ball player. Yeah. That's like the be- like I'd rather be known for like as part of the best rally team. Yeah, and that's what I've seen out of Tampa, Boston, and I'll even throw Houston in there. Oh, they like, keep the chains moving, yeah. Those teams yeah. are very – all these teams are flawed, man. Like, I, I said it throughout the season with Tampa. I didn't think they were going to go back to the World Series because they didn't have the horses that they had in 19 and 20. You know, Morton mm-hmm. is gone. Glass now is hurt. Snell's gone. Like, it's – I don't know, man. It's one thing to win a hundred games with all these smoking mares, but it's another to, you know, start Colin McHugh yeah. in a do or die game at Fenway. Like, yeah, at some point you gotta have an ace or you gotta have a guy who's gonna go out there and, and they had that last year when things started to unravel against Houston. Morton bailed him out in game seven. Gave him like six or seven with however many innings he went, like shutout innings. And I feel like all these teams are so flawed, especially in the American League. Like the Giants and Dodgers have been the two best teams wire to wire all year. But the AL teams like Boston, Tampa, Houston, these aren't the best versions of those teams mm-hmm. that we've seen the past four or five years. Right. But I think the one constant is they're great rally teams. Yeah, there's you, you, you don't have – they don't have – it's not like they have bashers up and down a lineup, but they have – Guys to just do their fucking jobs, one to nine, no matter no matter what. Like, there's you know, who sucks though. Before we before we suck before we suck him up too much. Brandon Lau, absolute stiff. This is two straight postseasons where he's disappeared. So I don't want to hear shit from the anti-clutch community. Like the, Brandon Lau officially <laughs> on Sunday poor, not clutch, not clutch. <laughs> over, bro, bang over. The bang the gavel. Oh, yeah, he was man. terrible last year, and they keep batting him third, man. This, this is like this is like the things I don't understand about these these new age teams, like with their analytics and shit. Oh no, almost threw that away. Oh, man. Um, these new like analytics and shit, and you know they get cute with shifts and everything. Like a Rosarena batted sixth in one of these games, I think. That guy is like unbelievable in October. <laughs> and they like and but they refuse to take Lau out of the three hole. Uh, yeah, like this uh, is goofy shit, man. Like you want to have a guy's back? Like no, man. Like I'm not even sure Brandon Lau should be playing right now. They're especially my third, especially a team like Tampa, where it seems like there's no real hierarchy. Like it's not. That's like, what I'm saying. It's like it's like you have Kingfrey Jr. in the middle of the lineup. That's what I'm saying. Like they, were, I don't know. I don't get it. I think last year they kept running them out there against the Yankees, and I guess they moved. Yeah, they, moved out, they played Houston. I think they kept running them out there, batting them second. Get this guy out of – you got to get move him down, man. <laughs> Ridiculous. Over. Oh, I mean, uh, if there's any, any chance to break, bring down any player on either of these teams, I'm all for it. So, fuck you, Brandon Lowe. Or Lowe, whatever your name is. Nate Core is not pinch Nate running Lowe. for uh, – not pinch running Vasquez. for Vasquez. Yeah, it's Travis Shaw. Uh, I'm shutting the TV off. Travis Shaw comes through. I will not watch the run cross home plate. I'm shutting the TV off like with the remote control through it? it it's possible. Oh, this is fucking so stupid. Yeah. This, God, this goddamn fucking franchise, man. It's coming. And that's the thing money. with and that's the thing with Tampa, you know, they 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 get by on grit. They are tough. They're tough, man. The way they battled back in this game and tied it up, they're tough. But 
when you run in, when you don't have the horses that you had the past two years in the starting rotation, and you run into a team that's equally as tough as you, one through mm-hmm. nine in their lineup, mm-hmm. becomes a 50-50 series, and here we are. Becomes a 50-50 series, and here you are. You're, you know, base hit away from going home, 100 wins. Unbelievable. We're, I mean, <laughs> I look, we're getting Houston, Boston. I just, of all the uh, things I get wrong on this show, I think I said that back in June. Like, I'm just I'm fully prepared for Houston, Boston. I feel like they're the two best teams. <laughs> then Tampa took off, and I was like, all right, maybe we could avoid Boston. Not to pour dirt on the White Sox. I just feel like, yeah, they got Houston their one. Just, they got they, they got their one win. Yeah, and I think they're bringing McCullers back. If you could bring if you could beat McCullers tomorrow, make a little bit of a statement going back to Houston. I just feel like. The Astros bats will get him into the LCS. Bizarre shit out of Chicago yesterday with the John Cusack thing. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know John Cusack had this reputation as he's Cubs, White Sox. There's a Cardinals hat on him in, in, a, in a picture. <laughs> Does he have a Cardinals I, I hat on? That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. And he's friends with Pop John Ham. How to play? That was bizarre, though. Like, first of all. The kid looked like a moron that talked to him. Oh, he is. I know who he is. Uh, not personally, but just from Barstool, he, he is a moron. It doesn't even look – it doesn't even seem like he – he's wanted to kind of stir the pot, which is a stupid way to go through life. Well, what apparently about, yeah. he had he had a, a long-standing vendetta against Cusack. Well, then he should have come with a little better ammo than what he did because even when he finished, he was like, ah, I just uh, – <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should have thought this through a little more, you fucking moron. And uh, yeah, this. What if got- what if someone did that to Jimmy Fallon though? How great that would be. <laughs> Look, if you see Jimmy Fallon and you go after him for his fandom, uh, th- th- you're wasting your time. There's so much more to go after Jimmy Fallon for. So much more. <laughs> his Olive Garden bits with uh, Post Malone. You're a goddamn disgrace to late night. Johnny Carson is spinning in his grave. <laughs> you uh, giggle, you're giggling with Donald Trump, you fucking doofus. <laughs> giggling, you giggle through all your... <laughs> yeah, actually, Peter Griffin did this in Family Guy. Now, where's the guy who slept with my daughter? Yeah, he spoke for all of us. <laughs> he did speak for all yeah, of us. So I just, just go find the Peter Griffin rant at, at Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> and that's what you have to do when you see him. Who uh, who is batting leadoff in this game that Travis Shaw is in now? What did I? I'm I'm drawing a blank. I don't know. I was. Kike Hernandez bats. T- oh, Schwarber. Oh yeah, he must go. Schwarber taken out for deep. Oh, I think Bobby. they've been putting Bobby Dalback in for defense. I know Schwarber's not great defensively, but Bobby Dalback's not great either. Bobby right, I see, it seems like an odd him. move. I, that's one and guy. Now you're, take, now you're taking now you're taking out for offense. So it's like you put Bobby Dalback in for an inning. That's, I mean, tough play, Diaz. Oh, oh sure. I mean, just knocking it down. He got a. It's a tough pick. But just knocking Vasquez it down. is at third. So first and third, one out. You got to bring the infield in. Not an easy scoop, but no, no. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, you got to have it, though. The way he was set up for I don't know how he didn't have it. He don't you think that's one you got to, like, catch with your body? Yeah. Uh, Season on the line, you catch it with your body. I mean, he tried to do that, but. Yeah, it just came up too high on him. Hit him right in the chest. And now Kike Hernandez is up. Oh, man. What's he – what score are you on it? I think Shaw tried to go to second. If my eyes aren't deceiving me, I think. Yeah, but that was long enough the play was over. This is why the umpires probably made him go back to first. Yeah. There's no, like, continuation in baseball anymore. Everything just stops. Like, you know, we can't take in a base. No. Everybody's snoozing. It's like, all right, that's it. Ball's dead. You really need the right field umpire to come in. Let's see what Shaw does here. All right, so. Yeah, go up Yeah, yeah the, umpires, the, uh, the umpire's calling time. Yeah. Both of them did. Yeah, I mean, come on. Come on. You're try, trying to steal one. I get it, but come on. No, no, I don't, I don't have any problem with trying to steal one, but I mean. No, I mean, neither, but. Reasonable explanation no. for it right there. This is this is ludicrous. It's fucking god. I'm sick of this fucking field. Seeing this field in October. Now they now they pinch run for Vasquez. Very odd. I don't know. Very odd. I, you know, I know Corey knows what he's doing, but and why not the, pinch run for him when he's on second? What if I mean, Shaw had? In his defense, he made a smart play running at second base to make to advance the third on the throw. On the throw to first. He did. In his defense. Kike Hernandez is hitting 435 in the postseason. Oh, man. Apparently, he was a good postseason player with the Dodgers, too. I think he's got a bunch of postseason home runs I saw. I don't remember him really in the middle of that many Dodgers rallies in October, but I guess I wasn't paying attention that closely. Man. Infield is in. These two teams, man, in Toronto, fourth place Yankees. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to, you need a strikeout here. You're not turning two. You got to get, are they playing five infielders? Defensive indifference, anyway. Took second. Oh, really? Mm. I thought you saw him, I thought you saw him standing on second. Oh, he did? Yeah. Well, it remains the same. You're not going to walk him to get to Denver, so you no. need to strike out. You need a strikeout or you need a ground ball at somebody. No, I guess they're going three outfielders. I mean, he could lay a bunt down the first base line, dude, and the game's over. I'm just saying, just pointing don't, it don't out. Shot. Oh. oh, never mind. He's going to put it onto the fucking street. That's it. I thought that was hit, killed. Maybe. Uh, yeah, and I didn't hear it. But maybe it was a little no, no down. sound. I guess it was that fool. <laughs> I, thought he, I thought he crushed it too. I thought that thing was out it of the stadium. Out. Yeah. And just like everybody said, Indianapolis Colts are big on the Ravens. <laughs> everybody saw it coming. Sunday Poor had it. Did you have it? Did you put it up there on the Twitter page? Yes. Nice. Sunday Poor. What is what is the score right now? I've not put on the football uh, game and. I think it was 22 to 9. Is that what it was? I just flipped it back off. 
Uh, yeah, the Ravens. Oh, they're a stupid team, man. Twenty-two to nine. Yeah, there's yeah. It's the Bill. It's the Bills and Chargers. That's it. It's Bills, Chargers, one-two. Until further notice, the Ravens could have been four and one tonight. Uh, I guess there's a whole quarter left, so it's not over. But Ravens could have been four and one. They would have been the. Th- Is there another four and one team in the AFC I'm missing? Uh, Colts are driving here. <laughs> yeah, all right. The Ravens suck. It's my, I'm not even going to make a case for the, for the Colts. <laughs> I mean, for the Ravens. There's two, there's two really good teams in the AFC, and then the Chiefs are probably still third. Oh, the Chiefs have some issues, man. The Chiefs have some problems. They, it's, uh, it's, it's I think uh, it's early, but I think it's officially time to be a little bit worried. Not that they're going to fall off and be like, you know, not make the playoffs, but a little, a little worried that they're just not, they're not long for this season. You know, they might be, uh, I mean, kiss the number one seed goodbye. Um, one seed's out. Oh, the door. no way. Another flea flicker. Um, terrible flea flicker. It was like a rever- <laughs> it was a fake reverse flea flicker, which you know me, I love that kind of shit. But uh, if you're the Colts, just come on, get field goal range, put the game away. No, nah, I'd fucking call some trick plays. Get crazy. Mm, be ca- you gotta be careful. Don't don't give the Ravens any life. You gotta step on their throats, demoralize them with uh, a flea flicker. Flea flickers, I mean, if you're still falling for the flea flicker these days. Someone ran a flea flicker yesterday. I forget who it was. Houston. Houston. It was, it was a terrible flea flicker, wasn't it? Or did no, they... it was great. They connected. It was, I, we, that was like the only text we had yesterday. Oh, I told you it was a oh. play of the game. Right. <laughs> I, might be, I might be thinking of another flea flicker that did not work. Yeah, the Houston one was great. Davis Mills. <laughs> yeah, legendary Davis Mills. <laughs> Mills time, yep. Um, yeah, Chiefs. Is it possible they're still the third best team in the AFC though? Um, maybe like by default. I mean, they. I oh, mean, they, it's they, by, it is definitely by default. They have. I mean, they still have that offense, which was a little stymied yesterday. But uh, that offense can run with anybody on any given day. So, you you know, uh, you have Mahomes and Kelsey, uh, a better offensive line, Hill. Even with the problems of running back, they're still a dangerous fucking offense. But their defense is in shambles. <laughs> so, yeah, it could, it could lead to some problems. It is. It is. And the AFC is not as good as we thought. Not even close. No, no. The fact that we're saying the Chiefs are third is an indictment on the entire conference. Which is great, man. It leaves things a little more wide open. I like it. A little more. Yeah, let's get a parody. crazy six and seven seed in there. Let's get a crazy team. Yeah, please. Bengals. By all means. Yeah, bang of the Bengals a shot. Maybe they. Mm, I, I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing Joey Burrow there. I think the world. I think I think Burrow is a big public yeah. guy. I think people love Burrow. People want the Bengals to be good. Uh, yeah, they like Burrow. LSU won a national title. I think he won the Heisman. Did he win the Heisman? Yeah, I think he did. The coach is a dunce, so I should get rid of him. I got a question. You know, obviously the Bengals-Packers game yesterday, five missed field goals. So Just we trading missed field goals. Ridiculous. 
So we play in this NFL now, right? Where I mean, offense. <laughs> we play brings, in this NFL. We we the, the royal we. <laughs> we, we 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 play in we have this NFL these days where uh, you know offense is king. Yep. We're going for it on fourth down at our, our own thirty yard line. Yep. No punting, right? That's what that's what the stats say to do. Mm-hmm. Why is it when the game is on the line and the uh, the offense gets to say the forty yard line, right? Why is it then do the offenses turn into 1940s run up the gut? I know these field goal kickers are more athletic these days, but guys, the coaches nowadays are so content to kick like 55 yarders. You, mm. Why? What are you so afraid of? Why are you afraid of putting the ball in your quarterback's hands to make a play like on third and five from your own from uh, you know the 40 yard line? Pick up a first down, keep the chains moving. They just. They turtle, man. These coaches turtle and are so – they just want to get the – it's like uh, managers run into their pen for relievers. Mm-hmm. Coaches can't wait to run the kicker out there. They can't mm-hmm. wait. Yeah, I don't know what that long is. Long field goals, man. Long field goals. I, I don't know what it is, especially, especially when you see the misses this year. Um, yeah, yesterday was crazy. And I, I love I, – I, the Bengals game drove me nuts because I had the Bengals a few different places. And just – I mean – you want to talk about a roller coaster? Oh man, that was so I, that drove me nuts. But I do root like when a coach settles for a field goal and when he could have gotten more yards. I always root for the miss. Well, I have to. You were happy man yesterday. That yeah. was. I think it was was it four in a row was that they that they missed like each, like they just traded. Oh, traded dude, I, wa- I watched. I watched fourth in overtime. Yeah, I was watching them too, man. That was crazy. It was the so the Packers missed one with two minutes left. They mismanaged the clock. Mm-hmm. And left all kinds of time. So Crosby misses one with two minutes left. So mismanaged the clock. The one thing they had to work on the off season. <laughs> yeah, nicely done. Exactly. Uh, so the Bengals get the ball back, and they end up. They tried. I think a fifty-six yarder, fifty-five. When mm-hmm. it, I think it was fourth and two, and it, it was like on the fringe. Do you go for it? How much time was up to that point? Like you remember thirty. Yeah, I think like thirty seconds because Rod, all Rod, all it took was Rodgers getting the ball back one play to get a field goal. I don't even think I saw a play. play. I, I don't even think I saw a play. I think I like had to pop out of the room for a minute. And I came back and they're already kicking that field goal. <laughs> like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, it was that it was crazy. Was like easy to get them in field goal range, or not field goal range. Twenty yards, like twenty yards. Yeah, one play to Adam, or maybe it was the tight end Tunyon. Then obviously Crosby misses the second one. And then in overtime, Burrow gets the ball, throws a bad pick to, like, first play of overtime. Mm-hmm. And, again, like, I, I mean, the, the third one he missed was probably, like, 40 yards, I think. But it was, like, he's already missed two, and they came out and just, like, simple handoffs. I don't know. You have Aaron why – why are they so afraid of the quarterback making yeah, a play there? Especially if you have a guy like Rodgers. I can see another quarterback could be a little more conservative, but – let Rodgers march down the field a little bit. Why, ha- why yeah. bother having a guy like that if you're not going to take advantage of his – And the Bengals' defense isn't very good. Like, he, he had a pretty yeah. good day. Like, I don't understand why they, they're so terrified of the turnover. Yeah, that's what it is. It's really scared. It's fear of failure. That's what it is. But meanwhile like, – but, yeah, but they have no problem going for it on fourth and down at their own 30 in the first quarter. But I mean, but you're you're risking even worse failure by throwing your 
dummy kicker out there. Uh, that's yeah. right. I, I, I give the sure. Chargers credit. I think the Chargers have a coach now because they just said they oh they always have a bad kicker, a bad kicker. Yeah, yeah. Chargers, mm-hmm. and at the end of the game, they were just like, "We're not kicking a field goal." They're they're a fun team, man. They might be. They might actually be well coached for the first time in my life. <laughs> it's it's been a history of just choke job players and bad coaches. They had good, good coaches. Like Marty Schottenheim was a good coach, but just a you know, it was just a black cloud that Marty <laughs> brought. It was just a curse. Some guys that, are just cursed. That's why you gotta give a little time. You gotta give a little time before you start making statements like that, because you know you don't want the the uh, the carpet pulled from underneath you. Yeah. You just don't know. You just don't know when it's gonna strike. I, you know I th- what made me think he's a good coach though is when Eckler got that first down late and he took a knee in bounds. To mm. keep the clock moving, mm-hmm. and they ended up scoring on the next play, which might have been stupid. <laughs> but at the, at, but still, like the, I feel like the old Chargers wouldn't have known to take a knee there. That's fair. Yeah, the guy would have like thought he, he would have tried to take a knee and fumbled it off of his knee and did something stupid. Like that would have been the old Chargers. Fair, yeah. That's Staley it. might be good. Is all I'm saying. Brandon Staley. Well, yeah, time will tell. Let's see. Let's. It's it, they're fun right now. They're good right now. But uh, making a statement like that in October in the NFL could lead to some. Oh some yeah, uh, no, I don't know. You know, trust December and January in a big game when it comes down to it. <laughs> and let me just get. True. Let me just get on the uh, the Jets. They should retire those uniforms. You have to get rid of those uniforms. <laughs> the green uniforms from the nineties. That was that was bad. It, it added insult to injury. Or the co-tights. Those are the co-tight to, uniforms. Insult to insult. Brownie Nagel. I associate Pete Carroll with that uniform. Ooh. I associate yeah. Glenn Foley it's with not, that uniform. Yeah, not a murderer's row. Like, I, I'm pretty sure – I'm not going to fact-check this. I'm just going to say it. I feel like the year that Testa Verde brought them to the AFC title game against Denver, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's the first year they brought back the uh, the old white uniforms from, like, name its day. I feel mm-hmm. like that was – I don't know. I, I, I may be remembering that wrong, but I know they wore those in the AFC title game. I'm pretty sure that was the first year they brought those back. Because most of my childhood, it was those disgusting green uniforms, which are just hideous. Those uniforms are hideous. <laughs> At least the white ones you could refer back to, you know, your only moment in franchise history. Yeah. Those I mean, green I just, uniforms. Disgusting. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Go they with, played go like with, it, too. They played the like classics. the 1995 Jets. They looked like the London uh, – Willie Nannies. If I could reference Family Guy for the second time at the show. <laughs> yeah, the, Fal- the Falcons – the Falcons actually made – they should just move to London, I think. <laughs> Please, do us all a favor, move to London. <laughs> they should. The only thing stopping the Falcons from being good again is moving to London and scheduling the Jets at least once a year over there. Those two things, those two things, maybe the Falcons could squeeze out seven, eight wins. So you're saying there's a path to the playoffs? <laughs> and they got, uh, they have a bye and then Miami. So they, they could get hot. 
And by the way, the Falcons are so bad that we were actually watching that game and we were like, the Jets might come back here. Like, well, how often <laughs> have you ever watched the Jets game and they're down 20 to three in the second half? Like you're ready to, you just shut it off, right? Sure. Well, I'm not one of those. We were watching it like, on. we were watching it like the Jets cut it to 20 to nine and we were like, oh, there's a path here. A path. <laughs> and they, they, they came up, they came. Like, when else did you think the Jets are going to come back there? That's just your you've been you've you've been programmed to believe that Atlanta can just give any game back to any team under any circumstances, which isn't that's, really false. Well, that's what the Brewers should be saying right now. That whole city. That's what that's what the Brewers rallying cry should be. <laughs> be like Atlanta lives for this shit. <laughs> go go out there, go out there and take it from them. They're dying to give it back to you. They are. By the way, I know you said you weren't watching the Brewers game before. Craig Council. Oh, I know yeah. you. I know you hate Craig Council. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. I don't have like an opinion on him one way or the other. Oh, one stings, but him as a manager, he seems like he's done a good job. But it would not be fair if I was not bringing this up. <laughs> Freddie Peralta. Let me see if I can get the the exact specifics. Specifics. Okay. Freddie Peralta is through four innings. Top of the fifth rolls around, no score. And, and Frey Peralta uh, has been – I mean, I don't know what happens next, but Frey Peralta has been <laughs> basically uh, a surrogate ace on that staff for the season. Well, you are not going to like this. Oh, I will like it because, again, the Craig Council thing. So, Brewers get the first two guys on. It's second and third. Nobody out. And Kane comes up. Lorenzo Kane, eight-hitter. Right. Ground ball in the hole. Swanson makes a nice play. Throws the first one out. Runners hold. Okay. Pitcher coming up next, and Council pinch hits for Freddie in the top of the fifth. With, I think it was Daniel Vogelbach. Panic. Long story short, Vogelbach grounds out. They they get the guy at home. Bottom line is the Brewers don't score. If you saw the final score by now, I'm sure everyone has. They didn't score, so they don't score in the top of the fifth. And he brings in Adrian Hauser to start the bottom of the fifth, and. He gives up a three-run homer before even retiring it out. Three-nothing ball game. <laughs> I don't – I mean, that's just I, – I feel like I, I don't – like I grew up as an American League fan with the DH, so those judgment calls I didn't really grow up with that's because I was watching an American League team. But correct – I don't know. Maybe we need to have a National League guy on. You got to leave your pitcher in there, especially no, when your bullpen's not even that good. That's that's yeah, especially when your bullpen's not that good. That's, a, that's again, it's a panic move. It's just saying, wow, we have an opportunity here. We we had to scratch a run here. But you're not. It's not at all thinking about the future, or also, or 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 what it says to your team. Like your team can't like let shit like this get to them. But at the same time, this is like, wow, this guy really he's taking Freddie out, who again has been fifty-seven eight, pitches. Oh my god! <laughs> Through four innings, three hits, one walk. I mean, he was pitching well. Yeah, what are you do? What are you doing? Like, you got to play both sides of the ball, man. And you had to get through this game. Oh, I love that. Maybe Freddie Peralta man. hits a fly ball and you score a run. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, bounces, bounces to somewhere, boots it, or slow, slow roller. It doesn't take much. And that fires up the team even more than a Daniel Vogel bitch. Fucking ground Dude, ball. the Dodgers the other night were panic. Urias 
with two outs, got a big base hit off of uh, Gosselin oh, that drove in the first run. Yeah, so he's a good hitter, though. <laughs> he is. And they, well, whatever. It, they took off. They never looked back from there. They were yeah. pumped up when the pitcher got the hit. Betts oh, got yeah. a hit. They yeah. took off. So, yeah, the pitcher could. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, after that, they put in Adrian Hauser, Hunter Strickland. Brad Boxberger, like, come this, on, man. This, you what you're rushing. And... this is what you're rushing to get to? Come it's on. running the Craig. kicker out there. It's running yeah. the kicker out there for a 56-yard. That's unbelievable. They, like, what, what is your hurry to get to those fucking bums? You have these complete bums coming after them. And Hauser, I, he's a starter, right? I, I don't know, like, bringing him in mid. That, that shit never works, bringing a starter in middle of the game, like trying to, trying to uh, like, like uh what do you call bridge it? bridge to your bullpen yeah, guys bridge well no but i was looking for a different word what's it called when you use the fucking uh blowtorch to like to weld it trying to weld starters together like that just never works it always fucking falls apart. Know, what, what was it what was the word welding like you're welding the starters together oh yeah welding them yeah <laughs> i don't know if that makes any sense but i uh yeah that's that that's not gonna work like that guy's a starter like, okay, I know there's sometimes you're going to figure out in the playoffs. Like, the Yankees got to the playoffs. It would be like Severino. We still with Hughes in 09 where he's able to use him in the bullpen. But, again, you're trying to go for, like, multiple innings with these guys. And not every guy is built for that kind of shit. That should not be your plan A at all. Your plan A should be to stick with the fucking guy who's given up nothing to four innings. It doesn't make any dance, fucking sense. Dance with man. the girl you brought to the dance, man. That's it, yeah. Freddie Peralta, man. Now, now, now you might your season might end tomorrow, and all you got was four innings out of Freddie Peralta in a game three. Yeah, brutal, unacceptable, yeah. brutal. What's that guy's numbers this year? He was sick this year. He oh. was really good this year, Freddie Peralta. I get you his numbers in a second. Um, was he bet? Was he their ace? I mean, he was uh, ten and five, two eight one ERA, pretty good. Point nine seven WHIP. Ace numbers. He may have been their ace. best. He may have been their best pitcher. I'd have to look up Burns and Woodruff, but he may have been their best picture. Yeah. Unacceptable. Totally unacceptable. Unbelievable. And now the Brewers. Well, they're playing the Braves, so I've seen the Braves with a lot of big home playoff games. I would not be surprised if it goes five. This is what the Braves do. I'm, just, I'm, 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 I'm going through my mind. Excuse me. Going through my mind now. It's a scenario where council gets fired. And, no, uh, no way. And replaces Boone. There's no, uh, <laughs> there's no, there's no way counts get fired. Just to make my life fucking miserable. It's, uh, Milwaukee's like a small market, right? Yeah, oh yeah. They care yeah, about yeah. the Packers. Yeah, Bucks just yeah. won a championship. That probably buys them a little leeway. And the Bre- and they're pretty. I mean, the Brewers have been going to the playoffs. Like they was like their fourth or fourth year in a row. They've been in the playoffs, third or fourth. Like they, they go to the playoffs every year, so you can't like – Yeah, they're like happy-go-lucky, I feel like, Brewers fans. They've only been to the World Series once. It's gravy for them. 82. That's it. That's it. So Brewers are in trouble. Brewers are on the ropes. Yeah, I told you that pen I was going to – I can't believe he's so anxious to get to that shitty, shitty pen. Yeah, I mean the pens hasn't been great, but the offense is 0 for 16 with margin scoring position. That hurts too. Yeah, sometimes the offense just grips the bat a little too tight. Not yeah. a good rally team, the Brewers. I complimented <laughs> Tampa, Boston, and Houston. 
the uh, Brewers, not a good rally team. And uh, now we have the main event on right now, Dodgers, Giants. That one's 1-1. One, one. I'll flip over to that in a minute. I'm going to see if the Colts can close this one out. <laughs> Colts trying to put the finishing touches. Yeah, they just got a nice third and one there. I mean, they're in field goal range. Oh, shit. I didn't know it was 25-17. Yeah, uh, Baltimore came back and scored quick after uh, the Indy field goal. Um, but, I mean, By the way, Baltimore's hands. defense stinks. We, I, mean, I think the uh, – it's all just allure now with Baltimore. It, with their yeah, defense, not, it stinks. They're not, they're not the Ravens of old. These are not your, grand, no. these are not your grandpa's Ravens. No. These are not Brian Billick's Ravens. I don't know what these uh, sweatshirts for, are that every coach is wearing with the, uh, the whatever stripes, the colorful stripes on them. Every coach uh, has these. Uh, I, I know it's for a cause, so I, I wanted to put. I'm not anti whatever the cause is, but the design is just it's an ugly horrible. shirt. It could be an ugly shirt, and you could be for the cause. It's okay. It's like rainbow sprinkles. So bad. I, you know, being a head coach, I feel like you used to like kind of look the part. I blame yeah. Belichick for just being a slob, and he's almost like opened the door for. Coaches not to have to really like. I'm not saying you got to wear a suit like Tom Landry and like Lombardi. Yeah, but now coaches are kind of scumbags. No. Oh, what did like Par- Parcells? Parcells used to wear like windbreakers, right? He wasn't like done up. I feel like a windbreaker is better than a cutoff hoodie or something. No hoodie. It depends if you can pull off. It depends if you can pull off the look or not. Like, don't you think Matt Patricia always looked disheveled? Oh yeah. I mean, probably was disheveled. Just not a head coach. The one. His his office probably looked like hell. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely out of sorts. That guy. Bel- he's got like a good junk drawer. He's got a serious junk drawer. Oh, he's probably got two junk drawers. Yeah, he can't fit all his junk into one drawer. Yeah. No, I have one junk drawer. He's a piece of shit because he's probably got multiple. He can't have multiple junk drawers. Belichick's always probably a mess too, but he's he's definitely one of those guys like, oh, every, everything has a place. It's an organized mess, organized chaos. Yeah, he knows where everything is. He doesn't have a file cabinet with tabs on it, I don't think. But he knows exactly where, like, the file is on some game from 1997. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. Uh, you guys remember you played uh, – you played the Cardinals uh, January third, nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, that's that's under that under that chair over there. There's a signed autograph from oh, fucking <laughs> a signed football from uh, I don't know, the fucking kick returner underneath there. Freddie Mitchell. Yeah, it's Freddie Mitchell. The Freddie Mitchell ball <laughs> under the Freddie Mitchell ball. Yeah. 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 Organized chaos. I just I blame. Belichick set, the, set a bad president. Yeah, I, I, I do. At least baseball, you get the guys are still wearing the uniforms. Because uh, even in basketball, I don't like non-suit wearing guys. Everybody's wearing everybody, everybody's even like Nash, like all the coaches dress like in the like sequence now. Everybody's got I don't like uniform. It. No, somebody's just wear a suit, man. Phil Jackson wore a suit all those years. Guy was seven feet tall, bad knees, hips, whatever. So, yeah, he so would have loved a nice, uh, nice sweatsuit. Yeah, yeah, he had no problem cramming into a fucking suit. The fuck? Yeah, man. 
That's why it's always it's bizarre. I mean, think we talked about this. It's bizarre when like oh blocked field goal. <laughs> like it's bizarre when Patino. Oh no. It's bizarre when Patino shakes up uh, the other coach's hand and the other coach is in like the track pants and shit. It's like Pauly Walnuts going up. Yeah. But on the it's like he's going to make a collection. Hey, Pauly Walnuts never wore a tracksuit to fucking dinner. You know what I mean? Like at day to dinner, he's wearing the best suit in the group. You know. Time and a place. Yeah. So fucking just wear the suits, man. But you never see them now. I don't, I don't even click on these articles, but I'm every article, everything on the internet. It's uh, thank, thanks to the pandemic, suits are being phased out, and it makes me want to wear a suit more because I don't want to go out and buy suits. And it's fucking, I sit in a cubicle, so like, what the fuck's the point? But uh, right, you don't need it for work. You just need it for these these certain occasions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, yeah. why? What's the pandemic have to do with like people aren't working as yeah, much? Exactly. Like they're working from home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, NHL coaches still wear suits. God bless them, man. I think I'm. I it's gonna. I really want to be. I really want to be all in on hockey season this year. I'm getting excited for hockey season. I'm getting. It's always. I always say it. I'm never sure how serious I am until the season starts. But uh, it's hard, it's yeah. just hard to have basketball and hockey. It's hard, man. Well, I lost MSG. I don't even have MSG anymore, so I can't watch the Rangers if I, if I wanted to. I don't have the Islanders. Oh, it's just sucks. I, I mean, ESPN TNT games. I'm sure Islanders be on a few of those. Yeah, I, t- I don't know. Hockey's tough. Hulu. I it's think the season's have, on forever. Hulu, I think Hulu has hockey too. I don't have Hulu. Well, as I looks like I'm just not watching hockey this year. <laughs> one one of these years. I don't understand what the TNT thing is. I know Gretzky's in TNT, but I see like Barkley doing commercials and stuff. Like those guys aren't involved with hockey. Like I don't. They already struggle enough through March Madness, and that's a sport that they know. Wait, um, hockey's going to be on TNT? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, think like, I think like Gretzky's in the is in the uh, whatever, whatever the Booth? inside the NBA, in, no, like inside the NBA version of the NHL team. How long is that going to last? I don't see Gretzky doing that for that long. I don't know. You know, Miss Wayne. I think he's. I feel like he's too. Like he's the best of all time. You can't be on a studio show. Michael Jordan owns a team. He doesn't, he's not inside the NBA. Uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's Gretzky. He's an ambassador for the sport. Yeah. He's always. He's always been. He's. He's always been about the sport. Gretzky seems know. like a shady fuck. <laughs> He's been involved in some shit. You right? right. What, yeah, we talked about that, right? Him and his wife. Hence were, the shadiness. Yeah. yeah. God bless. Hey, good for him. I want to see more of him then. The shader you are, the more in the public I want to see it. This is his way to get back. Yeah. It's probably, he's probably got like some, his accountant's like, you need this job, man. You need to have some, some income coming in <laughs> so we can fucking hide all the other shit you're doing. Yeah. It's, it's a laundromat. Yeah, that's it, that's it, man. That's just it cleaning is. his money. Let's yeah, not talk about the greatest of all time on a studio show. Let's look a little deeper into it. This is what's really going on. Right, because, like, Lemieux is great. I, like, I, I liked Lemieux growing up, even though he was a penguin. And, Lem- I mean, Lemieux, he's yeah. part – I don't know if he's part owner of the penguins, but he runs the penguins. He's their GM, at least. Yeah, yeah I hate the penguins, but not – Lemieux is a guy – that. And those teams, I didn't, I didn't hate the Penguins in the 90s, like Lemieux, Yager. I didn't hate those guys. Then I wasn't that uh, int- intense with it at that point. But like now, like Crosby, Malkin, I can't stand those guys. 
But uh, yeah, different crop. Yeah, much different crop. But Lemieux, Lemieux, aside from being, you know, just maybe you know like a half a notch below Gretzky, he was every bit as good as Gretzky, but not as good. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I always thought they were pretty equal, but I mean Gretzky's better. Yeah. Yeah, but it, again, it, all he's right there. He was right there with the greatest of all time. Okay. Oh which yeah. Is, oh yeah. Which is saying something for a guy. And uh, then on top of it, his story is incredible. You know, beating leukemia, coming back, and having like amazing career after leukemia. It's an, it's an incredible story. Yeah. Oh yeah. Being awesome after cancer is crazy. Yeah. He came back and like he was like he never left. Yeah. Well, so just, just beating cancer is incredible, and then to do that. Yeah. Right. And uh, uh, adds to the legend. So, yeah, yeah. I always, I always root for Super Mario. For be, for being an upstanding gentleman, and I always root for, and I always root for Gretzky for being a shady fuck. So it really you got to have both. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really my standards are uh, are uh, have a wide range. Balance of, uh, of power. Yeah, you yeah. got to have a little. Got to have a little of both. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, shit. I had something else I want to say. I completely forgot. I was like, oh, let's go back to when we're done talking hockey. <laughs> Thought it'd be easy to remember. I can't remember. Now. Nah, it never works. You gotta have a pen yeah. handy. Yeah, but I did not think we were gonna go that. I mean, not that we like went that deep. But when I started naming current players, I knew I was fucked. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, we should we should we we should extend it. Well, I was gonna do a post show, but because I've I've had this like I wanted to say something for a month now. Oh, you want to do it now? Or you want to do it? We can wrap it up and you can do it after the after, post. Yeah, just post after the show. theme song. Sure. Wow, we, that's that's make him hang on. Make that's it. We should. That's now. Make time hang to do on. It. Now's now's the time to do an ad. Wish we had a sponsor. <laughs> right, you gotta sell yeah. something on people. Yeah. So uh, yeah, stay tuned after. Uh, after the theme song, uh, we have big – oh, something's weighing on it. What's, uh, it's not really a build. It's not really – I'm building it up too much. It's just something I wanted to get out there to the, to the loyal, loyal fan base. So I want to get out there. What's it? Let it dangle a little bit. Let it dangle. <laughs> Suspense. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Sunday Pour, as always. Appreciate you spending time with us. We'll talk to you later on in the week. Yeah, yeah thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, see you later. Wow. All right. As, uh, here we are, post-show. Ravens are going in. Two minutes, second and two, and they are in the red zone. Down eight. Down eight. Um, I thought this game was – I haven't watched this game since the first half, so this is the first time I picked it up. I was watching baseball. But even with this as the backdrop, Ant's got to get some off his chest. I Listen, this isn't – you built it up a little bit too much. It was just something I was going to mention in passing. But we are a little over a month out from Yale-Harvard. Oh, yeah. So, you know, last time we didn't really have – oh, did Lamar just – oh, they're saying he's down there. Never mind. No, just extending the invite. We're going to have two cars there, right? Sure, yeah. Well, we, we did one last time, but we could do – we get a second one in there. Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, you have to buy 
So when you go to buy, in order to get a parking pass, you need to buy two tickets online. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I figure we're just gonna. I figure we're gonna take two cars because it's, it's like in the middle of our houses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess probably doubling back would make. Sense. I'm not driving. Yeah, I'm not driving all the way there <laughs> to, to then have to drive home from Shelton after <laughs> Yale Harbor. Just <laughs> drop me off real quick. It's hard enough. It's gonna be hard enough. To drive, well, we don't we don't drink and drive, but you know what I mean. Well, they don't serve booze inside, so you won't. They, that is that is a good point. That is a good point. Also, good part about Yale Harvard, you get to piss in a trough. Yeah. For many those of you who've never been. Many times. So I'm just saying, November 20th, mark your calendars. Come hang out with Sunday Poor. How is this not how, – how did they build that up too much? I should have built that up more. Why are you downplaying? Well, some people take Yale Harvard for granted. Some people haven't been in years. But I try and go – I try and go as much as possible, but I mean, you know, we, when we were there two years ago, we, we saw, wink, wink, one of the greatest comebacks in Ivy <laughs> League history. <laughs> yeah, it was listened amazing. to it from the parking lot. It was just amazing that the teams Ooh. were able to come back onto the field after those schmucks sat in. Well, see, I want to blame the protesters for us not seeing the end, but does the comeback happen without the protests? Chicken you know, the egg. Yeah, that's true. You maybe might. Harvard got a little tight in the locker room. It was a, maybe, you know what? It was a Harvard kid who organized a protest. He was like oh. a ringleader with Yale kids, but there was a ringleader was a Harvard guy. So you got to blame the Harvard guy. For yeah. It. it was both schools, but it was, uh, I'm pretty sure like the, one of the main activists was a Harvard guy. Man, if you're gonna see, I have a bigger. I, I'm sure I knew that at the time, but man, I mean, you can't. You, come on, for three hours, could you at least hate each other? If you're a Yale and Harvard kid, don't be on the same team during Yale Harvard for the for the Ivy League crown of all days for the Ivy League crown. Stop. Come on, go do it like the, the day before or something. I don't know. Again, I'll never get over just the hip the the. the I don't know what to call it, but just the unawareness of these fucking protesters who sat in on the game and then had no problem with that parking lot being just a shit show of beer the cans best. And, <laughs> the and best. toilet paper and, you know, wrappers and packages. Just, just, I mean, you know, there's, there's, the, there's the Native American, if I can wish happy Indigenous Peoples Day, with uh, the tear <laughs> rolling down his eye, uh, watching these idiots get hauled off in cuffs is like this big thing of show as, uh, you know, everything rots in the parking lot. A mess in the park. Not from us. We clean up after ourselves. Absolutely. But, yeah, don't be a scumbag. Clean up after yourselves. Right. But, oh. yes, an absolute mess in the parking lot. Red Solo cups, beer cans. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you go Dorito get, bags? Do the real work, man. Go get a go get a fucking stick with a with a sharp end and go start poking your way through that. Mm-hmm. Or if you're gonna yell at people, yell at the people in the parking lot who are making this mess. Don't yeah. don't take it out on the people who are you know trying to just watch a football game. Well, I guess it's really one of the same. The people in the parking lot are the ones that were in the game. Well, they may have been saving it to clean up later. I mean. Nope. Should be yelling if nope. you get in your car with tra- if you get in your car with trash on the ground, then you get then you get yelled at, then you get reprimanded. Oh man, the Colts are good. the Colts are driving the tie game. 
Soft, soft zone defense. Evan Longoria just put the Giants ahead, one nothing. Ding dong off Scherzer. Wow, I mean, incredible what they've gotten out of some of these players, man. Dude, I went and saw the Giants play in 2018 out in San Fran. Mm-hmm. I think it was Longoria's first year, maybe. Mm-hmm. And they just looked like an old, like Belt was still there and Posey and Crawford, like the guys who are still there now. And I was like, man, this team just. And eventually, they're just going to have to blow it up. And they never really – like, they, it seems like they bottomed out. They had some bad years, and now they're back on top with, like, the same core group of guys. Like, it's really incredible. It's just bizarre. Did you ever think Buster Posey would be back on a playoff team? Like, <laughs> 108 win Not playoff the Giants. Team. Not the Giants. <laughs> yeah. Buster Posey, a Hall of Famer. Ooh. It's always that that the catcher position is always the position where you can get away with not having, yeah, and that, the uh, blown blown away stats. Is Maurer a Hall of Famer? Is he eligible yet? Man, if you had asked me that, eligible. like in the middle of his prime, I would have said like, yeah, no brainer. The thing with Maurer is, I think I heard somebody talking about this recently. That's why it kind of come off the tongue easily, but. Uh, like, I, you forget, like, Maurer did spend a long time playing first in the end of his career. It wasn't just, like, a one- or two-year thing, I don't think. So yeah, his re- best years were when he was a catcher, though. Yeah. A couple batting titles. Yeah, I think he won an MVP. I won. He I just won. fell off a, He fell off a cliff. And you know what did it was that move, that target field. He used to mash in, uh, mm. in the Metrodome. Short, mm-hmm. It was kind of a short porch out and right, short. Mm-hmm. whatever and that and the new ballpark was not hitter friendly and he was never the same after that he used to hit dingers i think in the metrodome sure yeah no, he uh his last uh, yeah his last year in the metrodome 28 dingers 96 ribbies after that he never had a home run total over 11 oh that's falling off and it actually you know what he even before that, his highest home run total was 13. So he may have had a career year in, 2019, in 2009. But even his average fell off after that. I mean, he had a 306 career hitter. I don't know. Oh, he's not eligible yet. So 2018 was his last year. I'm, I don't know. I, I can never tell with catchers because I feel like catchers yeah. get graded on a little bit of a curve. Yeah. Maurer, I think you're right. First half of his career, he's, he's in – the last half, you really, you really have to see if that's enough of a fall off to say. I, I mean, again, I, I if guys like that, I'm gonna go back to Mattingly. Like, if Mattingly's not in, guys like that shouldn't be in. Um, Posey probably is gonna have a better shot. The Posey. championships will, will yeah. make a difference. Yeah, he was a centerpiece in those teams, man. He was team, you know. I don't know if he was. He, did he never? He never won a World Series MVP, right? But he, he was probably no. The best, he's probably the best player on a couple of those teams, or at least um, he's a center, yeah. he centerpiece. I think those, who's the best player? It's, they, they never really had a superstar. Right. It's probably right. Posey. Yeah. The face of that franchise. He's, he's probably, he's Posey's probably in. The franchise. Posey's probably in. Maurer's a different, different case. Posey's having a better second act. Posey's making a run here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How old was uh, Posey? Posey came back from a bad injury. But Posey's still still catching, right, Posey? 
I, uh, I think so. But he, but did, I guess after the injury, he was back at first. But I guess he's back behind the dish. He's 34. He's still catching. He had a good year. Wow. Colts uh, chance to win it here. Six seconds left. Now, do you center the ball here for Rodrigo? Six seconds and one timeout. It's up to him. It's up to Rodrigo. Yes. What does he want? I do like Rodrigo. I remember just because I remember one of the only kickers I can remember in college, playing for Georgia. Some kickers. It's not, like to, it's not often kickers stand out. Some kickers like to kick from the hash, right? Yeah. He might like that. But which hash though? They're on the wrong hash? I don't know. You know, I hate to be on the wrong know, hash. I don't know which hash is Rodrigo's. <laughs> Rodrigo might own both hashes and center of the field. By the way, Posey's won an MVP. Right. Not, well, so not a World Series MVP. So oh, that's Mauer. right. Yeah, Mauer did. Yeah. I think Posey's got a little bit better. Posey had a 24-103 year, 22-89. I don't know because his numbers his numbers kind of tail off too. Basically, again, I mean that 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 injury was so it was high profile at the time. He missed the whole season for that, right? I mean, they changed the rule because of him. And they changed it. Yeah, it's a Buster Posey rule now. Yeah. Carson Wentz is running back out onto the field. It looks like they are going to uh, center the ball for Blankenship. Right now, you think he makes it? Assuming that Carson Wentz doesn't fumble the snap here, does Rodrigo make this? It's a 47, 47 yarder. 45. I like that he went forward there. Yeah. 45 yarder in the center of the field. He I'm has saying, it in him here? I'm saying he's making it. This might be the Sunday poor jinx here, but I do think he makes it too. So, siding with the kicker after we. Oh, no, they missed it earlier. <laughs> I got blocked. Oh, we got one blocked. Yeah, we were yeah. watching that one much. <laughs> uh, this has this ha- this would be apropos if he misses this since it's been the worst week for kickers that I could oh, yeah. ever remember. This would be a cherry. I don't know. I kind of realize who the Colts win though. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know why. No, make it get crazy. I make the, make, like the, make it like the Titans have to earn that division. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, you know, I I'm. I don't like Wentz at all, but I wouldn't mind seeing them pull this one off. Wright's a good coach, man. I think their defense might be kind of good, too. They might be a little sleepy. And when I, by sleeper, I mean, like, they'll, they'll win the division and get killed wildcard weekend. But Oh, he oh, shanked it. <laughs> so bad. Oh, man. Wildcard weekend. What am I saying? This team's going to be picking top five in the draft. Wildcard weekend. <laughs> Not for nothing, man. Thursday night, we saw the Geno Smith pick. I mean, it's been a hell of a run for Sunday poor. On Thursday night, we see the Geno Geno Smith pick. Tonight, we see Orlando Blank and Smoke absolutely pull it. I mean. Oh, that's one that never had a shot, man. No. No. Maybe should have left it at the hash. If you move that all the way over to the hash, what was the spread? Oh, so the Ravens can't cover because it was only seven. So the spread is not in question here, but that is just your first round pick, Rodrigo Blankenship. 
Is that right? Kicker? Mm. I see that's a Gruden move right there. Picking a kicker in the first round. He's definitely a highly regarded kicker. Let me tell you something. If you if you're a kicker and you go in the first round, you can't miss that kick ever in your career. It's already a wasted pick. I don't know. I don't care if you've been in the league for 14 years and the first time you ever and you missed a kick once like that, you're a waste. So why are you fucking first round pick if you're gonna shank four year old? He four-year-old was an undrafted free agent, wasn't picked. I thought <laughs> you're close. I overrated him in college because I always saw him playing in big games with Georgia. I thought he was I thought he was a big prospect. Apparently not. Big I've had this. I've had this asshole on my fantasy. I've had this asshole on my fantasy team because I thought he was a first round pick. My my whole my whole uh, my whole like idea of blankenship is is gone now. The, the aura is gone. I thought this guy was good. Did you know he had the Rex specs? Jeez, man, that feels. Like I did know he had those. He, that that's his like, trademark. I feel like that would be way to get you off the Rolando. It's trademark. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the uh, high? Oh, that's a good tribute. Who's the highest drafted kicker ever? Um, didn't what's his name go early? The Raiders kicker. Didn't he go early? Oh, is it Janikowski? Yeah, he yeah, he might have been a first round pick, right? I think there's another kicker that was like first round kind of recently too. But I can't. Oh, I think it is Janikowski. I don't know why, but this guy Neil O'Donohue. Oh, maybe that tallest. They, I said highest. They interpreted it as tallest. Uh, I think it is Janikowski, though. And not not whatever. Still weird picking a kicker first round, but seventeenth uh, pick overall in two thousand. He played like twenty years. <laughs> he played forever. Gruden ran him out there for a 71-yarder one. <laughs> no, it was, I think it was 76 <laughs> oh. at the end of a half. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Reminiscing about John Gruden. Remember when John Gruden ran Janikowski out there for a 76-yarder? That was, that was awesome, man. Uh, dangled off the upright. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just missed. Yeah, that's that's the group. Also, thing. Janikowski was like a Janikowski was like kind of one of the last respectable kickers who looked like he didn't belong. Now, yes. like kickers, the kickers are small now, but they're all jacked and they have like muscles stand, and shit. Can't stand the jacked kicker. Janikowski was straight out of like your slow pitch softball team, man. Oh yeah, I think he was that's a drinker a kicker. too. Oh, yeah. Well, Polish. Yeah, vodka guy, I would assume. I, I always sure. just assumed. Yeah. I think it's fair. Ra- Raiders all-time leading scorer. Yeah. You I just assumed, like, he had some sort of ties to some – like, some oh. sort of crime. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's in somebody. Yeah. You know, yeah. What's Gruden going to do without football? Yeah, man. He should – he's – Probably wish he just stayed in the booth. That's what I'm worried about. I mean, well, I mean, what could he possibly do, man? You can't, you can't be in the public eye anymore. I mean, uh, does does like a they put him in the penalty box for a few few years and maybe he comes back and I don't even know. I mean, he's what canceled. Could he, what could too? he do? He's full on canceled too. I mean, he's got in Cosby somebody for fuck's sake. 
Uh, he's some stupid shit. He's a fucking moron. He's a fucking football guy, moron. The guy spends his fucking life like watching tape. Like, what are we doing, man? What are you, what are you doing? You probably get some like front office job where you're like behind the scenes. Oh, that's he could ruin a team even more from there, though. <laughs> Don't do that. At least you're canceled from that kind of job for sure. But it's not. <laughs> it's just based on uh, his merit. Ah, that guy, that guy roaming the sidelines, the scowl. I mean, uh, you, you know, he'll probably go coach like a like a lower level college team. Great, do it down south. <laughs> yeah, do it, man. Go coach. Like you know, like Adam Gase coaches like a high school team or something. You know that? Does he really? Step up from where he was. Second, yeah. second high school team in five years. He's <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think he does it like for free too, because I mean, I think he's still getting paid by the Jets. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Yeah. Calhoun is coaching some small college school. Yeah. I think Gruden could get away with that. It's like it's weird the cancel thing because you're saying he can't coach the Raiders, but if a few years go by and he ends up at some, well, it's like Patino. It's like you have to yeah. like you have to like take a step down. You have to take like a demotion. I I still feel like the first email was worse than the second email, which I didn't really get into that like earlier. But the first email seems a lot worse. Um, the second one had the f bomb though, in the in the gay angle. Yeah, uh, but not, not it's not but but like, <laughs> but but also just consider like what business he's in, and what he said in that email. You know, I mean, he's got a lot of players that can like that. That's gonna piss off what he said. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's not. No, it's not. None of it's good. But uh, I mean, it's just again, just very strange. Like, why did anybody say something at the time? And like, what's this guy doing? Right? Because I guess, was... like, because I guess, like, considered, like, if I said those things in the email, I'd be fired the next day. Yeah. So. <laughs> But, but again, but the fact that it's ancient history and like it's coming out now, that's the part that's bizarre to me. Yeah, it was, it was strange when I, because when I first heard the email, I assumed it was recent just because yeah. that's where my mind went. I'm not yeah. thinking like, oh, he sent that 15 years ago. And then when I saw it was 2011, I was like, all right, I think he can come back. Because when I first heart heard it, I was like, oh, he's gone. Right, right, right. Then when I heard 10 years ago, I'm like, all right, there's a way you can spin this at a different time. You didn't know your email was going to – like, there's a way you can kind of get out of it. And then when the second email came down, it was just – it's almost like they just have ammo to throw at you. It's like, all right, we, the first email died down. Let's hit him with the second email. He's still got a job. They just wow. keep a, they keep firing at you. Wow. Firing squad. It's just probably a third email that they have for just in case he tried to get out of this. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it'll come out. I'm sure it'll come out after the fact. Yeah. Just in case you weren't satisfied. Man, I can't wait I, to see what Mark Davis hires. <laughs> yeah, man. Let me. Yeah, that's that's that is a shakeup for that organization because Rude has so much power there, man. You're right. It is an inside job. They didn't. They they didn't want him anymore. <laughs> they want to get rid of him. That man's the only way, yeah. Although the guy got as much out of car as anybody could get out of the guy. I know it hasn't been good for a couple of weeks, but... Like, I wonder weird. if yesterday's loss had something to do with it. 
I wish I could have known those, that email was going to come out today because I would have thrown everything on the Bears. That had to be in his head. Yeah. He had to know. I don't think that came out of the blue. I just I can't I can't picture I can't picture that guy writing an email. No, no, not at all. Sitting on his cell phone writing an email. He did it from his cell or a laptop computer. I can't picture him sitting on a laptop either. How many do you think he misspelled like a ton of words in it? Come to my head, yes. <laughs> I think so. He just ignores the little red swirly things under him. <laughs> Doesn't bother. Yeah, exactly. Like, what are those things? Yeah, That's it's weird. Good, it's a good word right there. I'm gonna, it's, it's, and computer like my word, they underlined it. It's a good word. Yeah. <laughs> Guy starts trying to, like, wipe his screen down, thinking, like, something's on it. <laughs> this red bullshit. Honey, are there two Gs in... <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's fucking spell check this oh, guy man. he's writing mind comp he's leaving it in writing his own version <laughs> come on man that's shit you gotta just like that's like something you say seven or eight scotches deep someone's backyard at like a picnic man so you don't put that shit in writing it's such an odd like was he drunk when he sent it like what are you, you're sending out sober hate emails it's just weird it's weird very weird to very like weird. feel like you had to put that in writing i can't wait for george allen to read this what the fuck's the guy's name he used to run the redskins <laughs> bruce allen or something yeah it is yeah those those things is gonna be kept to yourself. If you're that like fired up about it, call them up and say, like at least you know someone bugs your phone. Like again, not right using the speech, but just boy, when you put something in writing, man, it sends someone. You it's you gotta know it could come back. Maybe it just shows he's not like a computer guy, not a technology guy. No, definitely not. Not he just assumed not. it was like Mission Impossible and it self destructs after he reads it. <laughs> Did Michael Sam ever get on the field? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. So maybe Gruden he's was like a linebacker or something. He was a seventh rounder, so he wasn't. Yeah. Touchdown. I was at a bar. I was at a bar when that happened. And it was a huge deal. I forget what bar was that, but uh, it was. It seemed like a big deal, at least like coverage-wise. I think I was like getting ready yeah. to go to a wedding or something. Was it a, was it on a Saturday? This part of the draft. Well, seventh yeah. rounder, probably. What? I can't believe the Ravens just stole another one. They have stolen a couple this year. That's um. That's one of those things where it's, you know, does that mean? Good things are going to happen, or does that mean that the 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 whole thing's going to come crashing down because it's a house of cards? The Ravens. Yeah, you never know. Like with those teams, like if it's they're getting some breaks, you don't know if that's just kind of lead. It's going to lead to some good things because they're getting those breaks, and that this could be a team of team of that kind of uh, outcome this year, where it's just like, oh man, another one for the Ravens, or it could be like this is going to catch up to them at some point. And bite them in the ass because they can't. 
it's just going to even out. They can't get every break, and they're going to get them, they're going to get them all on September, and October. Mm-hmm. Come December, they're going to you know Tucker uh, Tucker's going to miss like a thirty yarder or something, or with the game on the they, line. Or something, like they something. are home for the Chargers this week, so that's a that's probably the game of the mm. game of the weekend. Um, like some measuring stick game. Yeah. Um, I think I actually. I think they're the same old story. I think they're a notch below. They will not beat the Bills, especially in Buffalo. You know. And I, they play the Chargers this week, but I don't think they're as good as the Chargers. I think Chargers have a much better defense. Lamar, Are they the third team? Uh, Lamar, Lamar and Buffalo might go like four for 21. Dude, Buffalo's D. We had this conversation. One defense in the NFL right now. Is it Buffalo? You got to have one at one defense. Oh, it yeah. might be Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, right now, I think as of today, at the end of week uh, five. Yeah. And then week five. Week five. Uh, it's, yeah, it's the Bills. That's the, scary. The Bills. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're, they're a dangerous team, man. There's Posey. Popping up. All right. Let's see. Top six. All right. I got to see what I can do. I can probably make this game. <laughs> I shouldn't, but. Uh, it's a pitcher's duel. Yeah. National League. I'm, I'm going to try and stay up for it. Yeah. I'll give it a go. All right. I'm going to get this out. I'll talk to you later, man. All right.